Radio. Ooh, the cold open. Uh, nothing funny or uh, witty or just anything from our Patreon this time around. No, this time around, uh, what you guys are going to be hearing is my live stream for The Cure with Nick from Nikolai's Kitchen and Justin from Epic Film Guys. You'll also hear Gerald from Two Peas on a Pod. And you might hear a little, little smattering of Dan from Netflix and Swill. We all got together to do a movie cocktail for Scream, which celebrated an anniversary this year. I guess technically it celebrates an anniversary every year, uh, but this time uh, for 2021, it was its 25th anniversary. That's why it's so monumentous. Uh, what you're going to hear is the actual live stream for The Cure. This is a, the uh, movie cocktail. So I joined them, made an original cocktail. They all attempted to make the cocktail, some of them poorly, others better than than some. Nick did a, did a fantastic job on his. Not trying to say anyone else didn't do a fantastic job, but it wasn't, you know up to my standards not quite my tempo <laughs> but uh so we we go through screen which I, I try to keep it on the rails and do like our normal our normal movie cocktail format and stuff like that but we're doing a live stream so we're trying to both entertain people who are watching and also the audio and stuff like that so uh this is the event that i did back in may that jay couldn't join me for and he never is able to join me every time that we do it so uh you know we'll be we'll be back again doing it next year we did do two segments this time around so i also did a name that theme in 8-bit the reason you're not going to hear that one is because for some reason my 8-bit audio didn't come over quite loud enough and you just heard the dog move so without any further delay luca lay down i'm trying to do a thing here my God, you're so needy. Never get a husky. They are the neediest animals in the entire world. Uh, Dylan from Beard Brothers knows exactly what I'm talking about. So without any further delay, here is our movie cocktail for Scream. What's your favorite scary movie? I'm afraid that was a wrong answer. The question isn't question is, where am I? I'm standing in the closet. Hello, Sydney. I told you not to hang up on me. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? Oh, it looks like it looks like uh, the one and only Dave from the Super Movie Brothers is ready. So let's go ahead and get this beautiful bastard in here. Look at him. Look at him. There he is. I'm on the TV, ma. Hey, how's it going? You, oh, my God, you're sexy. You are. God, look damn. at you. Look at you. You look beautiful. Fatherhood. Um, you were already a father. New fatherhood. Congratulations, baby Grayson. Big ups. You know, congratulations on on, well, well. on that for you and Lauren. Uh, but uh, it, it seems to agree with you. You're looking even sexier than ever. Thanks. It's it's the shirt, right? It's the shirt. It's got, at least partially. At least partially the shirt. Thank you so so much for I mean, supporting the event in more than one way, Dave. I really really appreciate it. If anybody Absolutely. out there doesn't know who the Super Movie Brothers are, besides the Mexican then knockoff leave. of the Epic Film well, Guys, donate then leave. Donate then leave. Yes, exactly. But uh, <laughs> tell them all about it, Dave. Tell them all about what you got going on. 
Yes, yeah, movie bros. We just do uh, current movie reviews, current movie news, trailer park breakdowns, like st- stuff like that. You know, all all manner of nerdy stuff that involves movies. And uh, every now and then, we come together and we do a movie cocktail where we make original themed cocktails for a movie that we're going to discuss. Generally, a movie we love, not always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Masters of the Universe. What? Uh, so <laughs> Howard the Duck. But some, it's still fun to make the cocktail drink it uh and then see other people make it like nick's gonna do for us today oh yeah i've got all the ingredients so i've got i still have coffee i have to grab because i uh used all my cold brew unintentionally this morning uh forgot Mm. to reserve some aside so i've got a little cup of it in the freezer uh to get cold because i remember last time i tried to make a cocktail for you ready wow look at you that thing is glorious, by the way. I got some. Uh, so the only thing I have that I could possibly do this in, I think, is I have champagne glasses. So that's what I'm doing okay. it in. <laughs> yeah, actually, because this was originally a shot, and then I realized that it's like three ounces mixed of, of, of Kahlua and coffee, and then three ounces with the vodka and the half and half. I was like, oh, shit, that's six ounces. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I can take down six ounces in at least one shot, but not everybody can. So I changed it from the from the shot, from the I'll be right back shot to the I'll be right back stab. So, <laughs> I mean, that's like I said, I love it. And yeah, we're talking today uh, the I'll be right back stab. Of course, you can see Ghostface there behind you on the screen. Wes Craven's uh, 1995 Scream. I believe Justin said he was going to join us uh, to talk about Scream. I don't know where he is. Is he still at the fucking grocery store? <laughs> He's he's he's, he's probably at the wrong channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, he says. I'm coming. I'm a coming. I I can't imagine we could possibly talk about Wes Craven's scream without without Justin being in here because he'd probably be foaming at the mouth, just getting all upset. And just rawr, rawr, I definitely rawr, made sure rawr. that I shared pictures of the sh- of the cocktail before before you know publishing it and stuff to him first to make sure i got his approval because i don't want to bring down the wrath of justin or the hopester or anybody else. i mean it's it's the justin's wrath is is furious loisos still has all the lashes uh from from whenever he crossed daddy and and you don't want that <laughs> Dave. You, you definitely definitely do not want no. that but uh you know it's it's amazing to see you uh old movie pod squad bros i mean my yes. god movie pod squad bros that's the uh you know that's uh, you know hey it's crazy to think about like just listening to like doing this event for as long as I have or like Fourth being year. in podcasting space for as long as we have like it's amazing to think of the people like even talking to Paul again this morning for his segment like I mean fuck like I've known you guys for like half of a decade now like that's yeah. crazy to me like, like it still I, feels like yesterday I just started podcasting in some ways I always describe to my wife like my wife she goes out with friends and stuff like that and I go out occasionally I have some some local friends but like I tell her like my my favorite people, like all the people that I talk to the most, they're all in podcast space. Like yeah. it's 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 duty in Australia, it's Justin over in California, it's it's Chris Brayton over in California from I like the like thing. So yeah. it's like that that's where like a lot of my a lot of my friends interaction comes from you know my wife's always like you never go out and it's like but i do like when you go to bed and i jump on the computer and i play video games or or i record something with somebody that's hanging out yeah i'm social i'm drinking i'm not drinking alone (laughs) physically Uh, alone but you know up here yeah you're not just kind of sitting there just silently just like yeah exactly exactly (laughs) not drink i'm not drinking the hate away (laughs) tony dobish said he came back just for your segment Oh, thanks, Tony. Drew Hallam, Dave. Yeah, Drew Hallam's coming in for a shot. I know he is. He already did it. He just did it before. Damn it. He just 16, did it before though. he He did in. 16 yesterday. 
He's, he's or sixteen total. For- he did well. I don't know. See, Drew only comes on the air and just shares one with us. I don't know how much else he's drinking in still- between those. I just want it like, what's his liver like? Like, has it just packed up and been like, I'm out. I'm pretty sure he probably just installed the bypass at this point. Just just straight through. He's not even filtering it. He's just fucking, he's just rolling around. Oh, he he just said, he said, let's do it. (laughs) He'll he'll do another one. He doesn't care. He'll do another one. It's, it's, it's a school year's over for him, right? He's done. (laughs) School week is over for him regardless. I mean, that's, that's the more important thing. I mean, granted, yeah, it's only nine o'clock in the morning on the West coast, but shit, he's already one shot in. Well, hey, at least the drink we're making. I, I, I picture this like, you know, you go to IHOP, you have like a big old stack of pancakes with whipped cream and, and strawberry sauce on it and stuff like that. And then you just grab yourself one of these and chase and chase down all those pancakes with it. This is a perfect like uh, perfect like breakfast drink. God, that Which, looks uh, that looks absolutely glorious. I cannot wait to make it. I'm going to go. I'm going to grab. The, I'm waiting for Justin to get his ass in here. Um, yeah. He's having problems. Is this his first fucking rodeo? Is this his first time he's ever podcasted? I'm going to put him over the knee, and I am going <laughs> to tan his ass. Well, Just- I mean, while you go make the drink, I can describe at least how it's made. Um, so that way there's no there's no dead air or anything like that if you want to go do that. Just going to turn off all the cameras and we're just going to walk away. <laughs> just just <laughs> silence. Just dead silence like literally the whole time. Everybody just talk amongst yourselves. We can just put up the uh we can just put up the 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 gif of uh of John Travolta walking in and That's that's I mean honestly god we could <laughs> That would be absolutely perfect. So yeah, Dave is going to describe the drink to you guys and talk about what else we're doing today because we've we've got Dave for two hours, not just movie cocktail, but we're also doing a little bit of a game a little bit later on today. So let the people know what we got going on. I'm going to go grab my coffee so that way I can get these bad boys made. Sounds good. All right. So uh, the drink, as I've already said to you guys, is called the backstab. So uh it what it is is down here we got a mixture of kalua and coffee it's one ounce kalua and two ounces of cold coffee so i pour that in and then to get the layering this is the this is a little bit of a tough part i actually put a layer of whipped cream right in here so that kind of stops the the mixing from happening and then i mix together vanilla vodka uh, one ounce of vanilla vodka and two ounce uh, and two ounces of half and half now you don't have to use half and half you can use uh whole milk if you want to use whole milk go right ahead if you want to use almond milk why not go right ahead you can use any type of milk that you want the key is to just make sure that you're not blending it here so i then in the same in my shaker i also put in a squirt of whipped cream as well and then i shake it off that's what helps this stay a little bit thicker than this but also lets it float on top of this so after that i pour it on top very slowly and i'll be honest i don't have the finesse to pour very slowly into this so i actually used a turkey bake uh, a, a, a turkey baster so i cheated i kind of just like drizzled it on and it takes a while cuz you're mixing 3 ounces and just poured it on yeah. top and that that raises the whipped cream up a little bit and once you get to the top you're going to top it off with a little bit of chocolate sauce and then i used about a teaspoon of grenadine poured on top and that makes your blood so that's uh, that's how we get the backstab put together. Um, and when Nick is back, I'll show you how to drink it from a tall ass glass like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dave, I feel like Dave, I'm here, and Justin just joined too. All right, we're here with you. I was just letting you do your thing. So, well, I just finished my my TED talk. So <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. 
<laughs> so uh, it's one of the more difficult cocktails I've, I've ever made. I'll be honest. I tried several times to get the layering right, and I just kept coming out with light brown mocha liquid. And I'm just like, oh, I mean, it tastes fine. It tastes real good, but it doesn't look like it. And I obviously, you know, the backstab, the whole point of it is that we get the black on the bottom with the white on top for a ghost face. And you can't have a horror movie cocktail without <laughs> having the uh, blood. Hell so yeah. So it's uh, honestly, this is one of the favorite ones I've ever done. I see. I see Justin. He is here. He's got a mask. Yeah. Show him the ghost here. face. I apologize for uh, technical difficulties. A new computer. Everything got logged out. So all the stuff that automatically usually gets me in on this stuff gone. So mm-hmm. new computer. Uh, who this at, at a loss <laughs> at a loss. And yes, your drink looks beautiful, Dave. I, I made That's my attempt that. at this drink for once on this segment out of all these years that you've been doing it i tried and it looks miserable i've got the right but glass it still tastes good though everything's in there good, though. but <laughs> it's 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 a, i'm, a, yeah, I'm it's, terrible at making drinks yeah i like i said like it's it's just a slow drizzle uh to get it to this point and i and i put a layer of whipped cream around here so that way it doesn't mix um but it, it was a bitch and a half i probably did it wrong six times before i did it right once and then wrong again two more times before i got it right Give me one second. My battery is dying on my laptop. Oh, no. Justin Drew over in the chat says he's nearly in tears seeing your beautiful face. Oh, dude. Yeah. I love each and every one of you. I love every single person that has had anything to do with the last few days of this event. Uh, can't be more happy. Couldn't be more satisfied. I'm just happy to finally be here and sitting down with some amazing people to do my part by being a fool wearing a mask and drinking booze, which is what I do every single day of the week. So. Hey, that's a way to do it, man. We're only 300 away from our stretch goal. I'm sure you know that, Justin, but we surpassed it yesterday, pushed our stretch goal up to 17.5, and we're currently at 17.2. You guys are killing it. we got a few hours left, and I th- I'm confident that we will be over that goal before we end today. And I think Dave did his cocktail, but I think we're going to be talking about Scream too, right, Dave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can start it now without Nick. Nick's just off making his cocktail. Yeah, but, Nick's uh, fine. He might fall asleep upstairs. He'll be he'll be back Nick, at some point. Nick doesn't know what Scream is, anyways. Let's let's make it clear here, okay? <laughs> he chose the movie. I gave him a list of anniversary movies that he wanted. It, he was. I, I had Indiana Jones on there because Raiders of the Lost Ark celebrated a fortieth uh, anniversary, and he was like, "No, let's let's do Scream." And I was like, "Really?" Because I have two Indiana Jones cocktails, like <laughs> recipes already made, ready to go. Are you sure? <laughs> He's like, yeah. This will no, be this will be a great precursor, actually, because we're we're going to be planning an entire series on the Scream series leading oh, up to shit. the anniversary and leading up to the brand new film titled Scream, Scream Five, whatever the hell you want to call it. They titled it Scream, but why didn't they do Scream Five? That's be- because weird to me. because as Courtney Cox has stated. It's not a reboot. It's not a sequel. It's its own thing. Mm. Yeah. Which well, is the, right. They renamed it Scream, right? Now? Yeah. That's their, their nice way of saying, like, we don't want people that don't know what these movies are to see a five after the title and not watch it because they didn't that's, see any of the other ones. That's also their way of looking over and being like, hey, you guys know they just called Halloween sequel Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That works. Thing? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. That worked. Turns out people saw it. People liked it. We, we're making two more. Brand recognition is, is all that it really takes in this day sure. and age. As long as they see for that sure. word, they're gonna know it. So honestly, yeah, I could sure. I could give a fuck less what they call it as long as it's good. That's as accurate. long as it's like semi good. As long as it's like you know as good as the masterpiece known as Scream Four. You know, there we go. I <laughs> like Scream Four. I, was, I thought you were gonna okay. say I thought you were gonna say as long as it's good as Scream Three, which 
Listen, just climb hey, that Courtney mountain. Cox haircut is on fucking point in oh, this. Oh, beautiful. Of course. <laughs> I was hoping that haircut would make a cameo in the new one. <laughs> bangs hype. Hashtag bangs hype. So the way we normally start a movie cocktail is we would talk about our first experience with the movie versus how it's it's kind of like grown in appreciation or you know dislike over time. So Justin, why don't we get started with you, man? What was your first experience with Scream way back in the day? Well, unlike almost every single other time that I've told stories about my first time, I didn't see Scream in the theater. Opening night, I was actually at the theater right next door seeing Beavis and Butthead do America the same (laughs) night that Scream opened. I didn't see Scream until it came out on VHS, and the memories actually cemented into my brain because I watched Scream with my grandmother and my aunt, who was extremely religious, And they both sat there and watched the entire movie with me and enjoyed it, which, if you think of it from an outside perspective, is really, really strange. But they liked it. I fell in love with it. And ever since then, it's been one of my favorite movies of all time. So, yeah, that's like when I uh, walked down the stairs and sat on the couch while my dad was watching Showgirls back in the day. And he didn't notice me for about 20, 30 minutes. (laughs) That's awkward. (laughs) Those memories are always the best. My memory involves my grandmother as well so my my grandmother i took her to see this with my sister in the theater and my memory is that my grandmother who at the time was probably well i don't know if i should age her but she was in her 70s figured it out you guys know the scene when tatum makes the richard gear gerbil joke and then goes faces like in the woods or whatever and runs off my grandmother leans over to my sister and i and she goes oh well there's two of them and she like knew i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> So Spoiler. my yeah, so my memory is my grandmother getting that right and spoiling the ending for me somewhat. Uh, she's a genius, but yeah, that's my. Did she memory. go to the same school as uh, as Daniel Craig did for like detectiving? <laughs> right, yeah. For <laughs> knives out, yeah. just walks in. She's like, it's two of them, and everyone's like, oh no, yeah, yeah. no shit. A real sleuth, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I was a blockbuster kid. Like this came out in 96. So 96, I was 10 years old. I'm not sure if I saw it in 96, but I was, I was a blockbuster kid. You know, I had, I had my own card. That's how much into blockbuster I was. I could walk to my local blockbuster. My sister, Kim, she was a big horror movie fan. So she introduced me to everything. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I could just rattle off every single franchise. Evil Dead being the one that's probably stuck with me the most. But Scream was definitely something she had saw in the theaters and was like, you got to see this. So so when I watched it, like I said, I was probably 10 or 11 years old, but I didn't know how how much I appreciated it. I mean, I liked I liked the stabbings. I liked I liked, you know, <laughs> I like the stabbings, but I, I liked the atmosphere that it gave. And, and it was it was a nice horror movie. As I got older, I really got in to looking good, Nick. I, re- I got really into like the meta nature of it, like yeah. how it is completely referential to to its own genre, how it both you know sticks a thumb in the eye of its own genre. It also elevates it and stuff like that. And it's 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 kind of a little bit masterful in that way. And that it's it's not anything that you've uh, that that had really been done on such a mainstream scale up to that point. Uh, plenty of horror movies have done that. But this was Wes Craven. It was his new franchise. And I think people were excited for it because, I mean, uh, Freddy's new nightmare, it did okay. <laughs> but I think everyone was ready to see Wes Craven do something different. What's funny, David, I was going to mention the fact that Wes Craven actually did very similar things in New Nightmare as they did in Scream with mm-hmm. the meta breaking the fourth wall, the actors from just, the movies facing. Just years too soon. Yeah. Well, only by two, I think it was actually. Yeah, um, two or three, yeah. But 
it's crazy that he was already kind of like getting himself ready for this thing. Right. Well, the, the thing about it is he was doing that with an already established character, an already established franchise where people know what to expect from those movies. So when you <laughs> nice, vigorously so shake when you. So when you add in the, you know, this, this different element to it, it, it kind of subverts people's expectations. And yeah, we've, you know, we've all been watching Star mm-hmm. Wars for the past couple of years. So we know what happens when fans, uh, when fans are subverted. They, they, don't, they don't like it. They get upset. So uh, I, I, I think you know, he hit it right on the mark when he came out with, with Scream. And then obviously he did because we've had now four sequels with a fifth in the franchise on the way. And Wes Craven is a genius creator. I mean, I talked about it a little bit yesterday when I was talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. He did it in the 80s with that franchise, if you ask me, but he just has a knack for, or had a knack for being able to just rejuvenate an entire genre. Exactly. And he did it in He's the 90s reinv- with Scream. Yeah. He reinvented One of the things that always stuck with me about Scream was its, its use of comedy. It's very sparing, but... It's one of the few things I've seen Jamie Kennedy in where I'm like, Live her alone! Did you hear they put her liver in the mailbox? Because I heard they put her liver in the mailbox. Dude, Matthew Lillard, too, in that movie is just fucking perfect. Do you know how Matthew Lillard got the job? He was His girlfriend was yep. there doing an audition yeah. for a different movie, and a casting director for Scream walked by him and just asked him to come in and read. Yeah. And they're read like, this? he's perfect. He's fucking the <laughs> best in that movie. I love that story so much. And then that made basically made made his career. Went too deep. I'm getting a whizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I always love how anytime you hear him revisit those movies. So this just just he, because when, I'm me, just because I'm me. Yes. This is uh, Tito's steeped with a vanilla bean and coffee beans to make my own uh, coffee vanilla vodka just for this cocktail, Dave. I love you. You fancy ass. Look Man, at you. Get the fuck Look out of you, here. Man. So, I would have done such a thing if I, you know, wasn't raising a three-month-old and, you know, being screamed at 90% of the time. It's just screaming. That's all life is anymore. There is. All right, let's see. Is he going to get the – is he going to get his pour right, or is it just going to all mix together and be a uh, be a Kahlua-colored blend? Like my piece of shit over here. But it does taste uh, – to answer your question earlier, Dave, it tastes delicious, actually. And I'm not one for, for sweet drinks, really. I'm a Tito's and soda Lamo, so I like this. This tastes really good. Awesome, thanks, man. I, I I really like doing dessert cocktails for horror movies. It's like my favorite thing to do. Uh, like the episode we just put up was a, uh, a Patreon one where I did uh, whipped cream and Bailey's Irish cream and and whiskey together into like a shot with grenadine dripped on top for we all float shot because it's a whiskey float and you shoot it back and it's Perfect. really good. I love doing. Uh, these, these type of cocktails for horror movies because, like Wes Craven, I'm subverting the expectation. I'm changing the game. You'd expect it to be hard. You'd expect it to be to be something that's very powerful. And this, you know, it, there is two ounces of alcohol in here, so it, it can knock you on your ass. But uh, I, I just like making it that way. It's uh, it's just a it's just a fun fun way to see how many times I can come up with different <laughs> sweet ingredients uh, together. Like just, Justin, people are really happy to see you over in the chat, man. Tony says, uh, Justin's back, Aww. so glad he logged back on. Um, Julio says, too many horror guys on one screen. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that... That reminds I, me. While Nick was shaking what? that, I just got uh, an idea of what Nick's vinegar strokes are like. <laughs> and thank you, Haley9104, says, amazing work you guys are doing, and you're putting on a brilliant show, too. Thank you so much. Aren't you so sweet? You've been dipped in sugar. And then Christiani shared an Eckhart emote, so that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're drinking Drano Eckhart. 
All right, Nick, you got that cocktail made yet? Nick, he wants to know if you're ready to drink. I'm, I'm, I'm He's topping, getting there. I can see him. He'll... He'll be done before the event's over. <laughs> he's, he's, he's being all fancy, man. He's, he's, a, busy man. he's, a, he's a busy man today. Also, he's a busy man today. But, uh, I mean, so the, normally a movie cocktail, after we talk about our first experiences, we get into, like, how we feel about it now. But I don't think that's really necessary. I know Justin loves it. He's got, he's, he's got his outfit on. I know Gerald loves it. Hell, yeah. I love it. You know, I think we're just waiting on Nick so he can tell us about his first experience, if he even has a first I mean, experience. I, I love it so much that a, a few months ago, you know, it was fucking cold and you couldn't do anything. And theaters weren't really fully, fully open. Um, the Vintage Horror Podcast from up in New Jersey actually invited me and a few friends to go up there. They rented a theater out just to fucking put the movie on with friends just so we could watch it. So that's how much I love that yeah. movie that Hell we yeah. traveled four that's hours awesome. just, just to go sit in a room with like-minded people yeah. and enjoy it and and it and it, it does hold up i mean in in every possible way for me mm-hmm. you can see the influences that just seeped out of that movie into everything else that came after it that still you still see in horror movies today uh particular the you know the attempts the attempts i would like to say the attempts at slasher movies because the slasher genre aside from uh large you know franchises is kind of dead right now i mean mm-hmm. they come it out really is they come out, but they're not celebrated in the way they used to be. So I think but, they, yeah. I think they they have trouble finding a balance between like the paranormal type horror, which I, I enjoy as well, but also like when they get into slashers, like even like the most recent Spiral, it's it's more torture porn, and it's like that's not that's not what a slasher is, you know. It can have elements of that, but that's not what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more about the suspense. It's about the the build up and stuff like that, and and usually some sort of reveal uh, about the character towards the end. So, it, 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 I, I do miss I do miss the genre. And I anytime one comes out, like even Scream Five, I'm not. Do I did I need a Scream Five? No. Am I rooting against that movie? Absolutely not. I want it to do well. I want it to succeed because if it can relaunch the, the genre into into something that people want to see, that and Halloween together, that'd be great. I would love sure. I would love to see. New slashers with new type of of characters, of new, new spins, type of yeah, new 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 up and coming directors, new creative talents, jumping onto the genre that they grew up with, and just seeing new fresh takes on. It. I think the problem for the genre, and not to go too off subject, but too many people are trying to reach back and, and grab yeah. from what was. And I get that. Well, even, all, jo- even Jordan Peele's doing Candyman remake. So yeah, I mean, well, he's producing it, but um, producing, right? But I mean, like in terms of like trying to homage what came before. I think too many people are so concerned with like, we have to get that vibrate that they fail to understand that they have to create a new vibe, something new and fresh and different. And that's what scream did. It took what came before it. As you said perfectly uh, earlier on, Dave, it picked it apart. It made fun of it a little bit. It had fun with it, but then when it got to get to the nitty gritty, the blood and guts, it was serious. You know, it stayed true to what that genre created. And I think that, that's what the genre needs. You know what I mean? Like we need someone to come out. Now, a great example of that would be Terrifier. I don't know if you've seen it, Dave. I know, Gerald, you've I've seen, seen Terrifier. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a great example of someone saying, hey, I love what came before. Okay. You're going to feel that here, but I'm going to try to do something a little bit different with it. And we need more of that. Yeah, we need, I agree. We need more yeah, of that. You I think definitely do. You definitely studios do. are just Psycho so Gorman. <laughs> One of my Psycho favorite Gorman, movies of yeah. all time, dude. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it, it's Gorman, brilliant, you know? Like, I just I just bought like a steel case book of it because I like say, I saw that uh, hello. because it was the only thing I was able to go see in theaters while I was on a work trip. Hello. Daniel wants to say hi. 
and then i i went to the theater saw psycho gorman i immediately called my co-host jay who absolutely hates those types of movies he he, he <laughs> shit all over evil dead 2 which it put him on my shit list for the rest of his life and i i came home and i was like i am this is one of those movies that i'm gonna watch yearly i'm gonna watch psycho gorman yearly because i absolutely loved it and i i i do want to do crazy ball for real i want to get a bunch of people together and i want to play crazy ball <laughs> First, I think you you might be the right guy to do it, Dave. First, you're going to have to sit down and figure out all of the rules and, and put them on a piece of paper and be like, okay, this is how we're going to do this because I'm still, after three watches, trying to exactly pick apart and figure out, like, how am I going <laughs> to do this game? You know? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I don't that, think it's possible. You know. All right, Nick Nick nailed the presentation there, right, Dave? Look at that. Uh, He he nailed presentation with the grenadine. That doesn't even look like grenadine. That looks like actual, like uh, either strawberry or cherry sauce. I actually used I used cherry sauce for mine, by the way, because it was all I had in the fridge. But everything else I bought. So So. um, there he is. Kahlua, uh, coffee, um, whipped cream. So this is whipped cream. I actually made this yesterday when I cooked the chaffles live on the air. Oh. Um, and then, uh, so half and half, and then the vodka. Again, I steeped my own vodka in coffee beans and uh, vanilla bean. And then this is actually uh, raspberry. Raspberry oh, juice. Look, at that. look, he nailed it, Gerald. Hold it up for, so Gerald could see it. He did nail it. Yep. Look at his compared to this piece of shit. Did Seriously. Not, did not he want to. All my um, red's gone, though. So, so um, I don't have a cocktail spoon. Uh, and a champagne glass and this spoon are ro- relatively the same size, so floating uh, it that's okay, buddy. was not the easiest. You're, you're going to hold it. You're, you're going to tip it. You're going to suck the whipped cream in, Ooh, and then you're yeah. just going to dump the whole thing suck in. Suck it in. And then I'm glad and Justin's then here to watch me suck it. So, Skull. Mm. Oh, damn. That's tasty, though. Mm. Whoa. Ooh, oh, it all mixes ish. together, and it, it, it hits your lips. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's good. <laughs> Haley, thank you so much for the $7.08 donation. We also got another $10 donation in there somewhere. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. And then uh, after this, we will Ooh. be playing uh, some, some games. Uh, so we will need the chat for that because the chat's going to be the ones answering the, uh, the the questions and stuff. So uh, we'll need someone to uh, watch the Julio chat. Of and the I contrarians. Julio of the Contrarians was that $10 donation uh, before I got the cocktail settled down. So, yeah, I had, a, I had some, uh, some, some drink creation issues, but I'm here. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, man, I first forgot time Justin was going to be here. Turn, 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 get him out What's of here. What's your favorite scary movie, Nick? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do I have a favorite? I don't know. Probably Saw. Probably the first Saw. Is what? it? Uh, what? What? Yeah, that's that's it. But my favorite horror movie? Yeah, probably. Your yeah. favorite horror movie? Okay. Probably. Okay. All right. John Carpenter's wow. The Thing. Yeah, oh, I was. Oh, oh yeah, The Thing. I don't. I don't know. I just. I, yeah, The Thing is a horror movie. I guess. I just got Jay yeah, to watch. Is. They. I, I just got Jay to watch. They live. And he actually loved it. He That's liked it. fucking God. Listen, don't I, Dave. I, you picked the wrong movie to bring up with this asshole. He's gonna fucking <laughs> kill us if I bring Put up that the damn movie. Glasses on. God. I swear to God, Garja, garbage. And I can't believe he, he loves Roddy Piper, though. I mean, come on. One of the I do, I do love the hot rod. I do love him. He's he's he's, he's great. But yeah, no, fuck that. Movie. But yeah, he, so it's a he wrote like all of his one liners. He wrote like he, he came up with it's, those. It's John obvious. Like, staying in there. <laughs> Life's a bitch, and she's in heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was this 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 was this was fantastic. This was absolutely uh, wonderful. Did you ask me the first time I ever saw Scream? 
Yeah. 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 So uh, when we do movie cocktail, we always talk about our first time seeing it uh, versus uh, you know how you feel about it now. So what's the uh, what's your first time seeing it, and how do you feel about it now? I had to have seen it when I was like a teenage. Like back, I didn't see it in theaters. I, I definitely didn't see it in theaters, but I know no, I probably know. saw it on uh, on the old VHS player or a DVD. But uh, I I didn't revisit it again because I'm not a horror guy, uh, Gerald. You know. But um, yeah, I, by the way. Yeah, no, you've never even seen a horror movie, you fucker. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't come back to it forever. But then I actually did. I, I Paul and I used to do a Patreon series uh, together, and uh, it's one of Paul's favorite movies. So he actually had me sit down and watch it again. Uh, and when I watched it again, I just, man, I loved it all over again. Like it's a, it's a, it's a really great movie. It eschews a lot of uh, those horror tropes that I absolutely detest. Uh, probably why I love it so much, just because it really does issue a lot of those or make fun of them. And I mean, horror tropes are the worst tropes in cinema, as far as I'm concerned. So, like, yeah. I just love any movie that's going to just kind of turn those on their head. I'm here for. And then even getting into the sequel, like n- not only just getting into the tropes, like it, it, it kind of gets into horror movie sequels as well, like pulling pulling out the rules of a sequel and stuff like that. But also. The fact that like it's a copycat of the, like even the killer is a copycat of the first one, just like every slasher is is somewhat a copycat of of an original of an original of an original, and it it keeps getting copied and copied and copied. And I mean, honestly, like, you, you have to really go back to the granddaddy of all of them. It's Norman Bates, man. I mean, he is the original. Yeah. He is the classic, quintessential slasher villain, and from there, everybody else just kind of. Like from roots, yeah. the bottom of a tree just branched off from that idea. I mean, there'd be no Michael Myers if there was no Norman Bates, and if there was no Norman Bates, there'd be no Jason Voorhees. There definitely wouldn't be a Ghostface. So, I mean, right? It created the archetype. But Absolutely. what Ghostface does in this movie is he, he really does as a character, or as them as a character, uh, it really does turn the horror villain as a flip side on its head, it does something completely different. Yes, it is a memorable, iconic image in your head, very much like Jason, Freddy, and Michael that came before him, but you picked the right person to come in and direct this movie because Wes Craven created the, as Gerald said yesterday, or two days ago when he was talking about his 80s characters, Freddy Krueger the slasher icon that has the most personality of any of these horror icons. And here we have Ghostface coming in here and almost topping that in a lot of ways. I was vigorously typing. <laughs> it, did, it, it was asked over in the chat. Um, what, what fabled four movies? Do I, Cause uh, Gerald said, I only, I, I hate all but four movies. Well, I know you hate the Goonies. I definitely hate the Are Goonies. You another one. I guess I guess Danielle's gonna make her attempt at that drink. Do you have do you want my phone? I mean I, I only had four choices right I could make, Jared. Gerald limited me and yeah, I had to fit Tough Turf and Cool Cat Saves the Kids in there. Tough Turf <laughs> fucking rules, by the way. Tough Turf was a pretty good movie. I watched it. Gerald made me watch it. It was pretty good. Dude, uh, can you so- can you please tell me anyone else that had hair as good as James Spader in the fucking eighties? Seriously. It was great stuff. No one. No, very few people. Very few, for sure. Uh so yeah, but- I remember I remember like when I when this movie first came out, the talk about it was we have this big star, Drew Barrymore, and she's in it. And it was this big she's on the she poster. The main face on the poster. And then on top of that, you know, that her name was top build. Look at that. 
What is going on here? We're talking about horror movies, right? Okay. Oh my. What, God. Lorraine? What? <laughs> Was it George right. Bird watching? All right, quick. If you were a furry, what animal would you be? The. See, Jay asked me that question. And I answered immediately. Koala. <laughs> That's our runs, Doctor Meridian. I'd be, I'd be an ape, not a man in a suit, but a real gorilla. Listen, we all know for all these years that you've been trolling me that you really are the ape man and you won't admit it to me ever. Listen, listen, there's only one of us on this call whose name right now is Ape Man. And that I'm going to blow it up. There it is. He's right there. You can see the fur on the gorilla suit off there in the top right hand corner of the screen. <laughs> you you just want them to come after me for all the stuff you've done, robbing all them banks. It's like nope. the Gimli Patterson mm-hmm. film all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Drew Barrymore was was in was in the movie, and I remember everyone talking about it like bitch dies like super quick like she's just good. She's gone. She's the Janet Lee, man. She's the Janet Lee of the movie, you know. Oh my god! But like, but how? But like, how great of a way does she die? Right? Like, getting, it's probably one of the best openings. Tell me, Dave. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. Is it not one of the best? openings of a movie not just horror openings but one of the best openings of a movie of oh, yeah. all time like maybe top 100 oh yeah i'd say yeah, top P. 100 definitely P. in there definitely in there because I, I it's it's shocking and it's like a stark reminder of 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 the oh, my God. and everything like okay. that but so my wife just made the drink it looks much better than my attempt <laughs> but you didn't get the ghost face Okay. I'm nice. surprised there's any chocolate sauce left. I'm surprised Justin hasn't chugged it all in a in a fit of passion. Oh! I was so excited to come on that I was like, I need to impress you guys because yeah, J Rod, uh, having ha- casting Drew Barrymore having a recognizable name and face was uh, a brilliant master stroke. Uh, yeah, with what, Wes well, you, the user. What in I think that is way. crazy too is I'm sure you know this, Dave, but here we go. She was bound to be set to be Sydney Prescott. Right up until like two weeks before filming, and then she came back and said, I don't want to do that role anymore. And yeah. Wes Craven almost quit the project over it. She said, No, I want to be the opening girl because she knew how that would affect the audience. Winners, you behave yourself over there in the chat, goddammit. So, just we got a I, donation I wonder- in there as well $25 from Gerald, uh, two piece t shirt sales from the month of May. Thank you, Gerald, and thank you, everyone that bought a two piece uh, t shirt during the month of May. Thank you. Talking about talking about Ghostface and talking about like like the movie and stuff like that. One of the things I always wondered while watching it, I'm not a big fan of Sydney Prescott. Like Justin, where do you stand on her as a final girl? Like uh, is she in my is top, she, she's in my top five? I mean, we did like a, a top five final girls episode actually on Gerald's show. Where is he right now? I, I think I you turned me down. Did you turn me down or am I still up? You're still up. Yeah, no, we did. Yeah, we did uh, the women of horror. Why is your camera off? Turn your camera. Well, because I wasn't here for a second. Get your beautiful face in here. Chair. Hold on. Here I come. How dare you call yourself a horror guy and not be in here with me while I'm in this stupid (laughs) costume and sweat my balls off? Yeah, we did women of horror, and it was an all with Aloy sauce, and it was in all three of our top fives. And you had a great story about how you and Brian met her. She wasn't my number one because Lori Strode, but she's in my top five, Dave, for sure. She's um, All right. a, a final I, girl for a new generation, no doubt. My favorite, so like Ripley, I keep out of that because Aliens is an action movie, and that's my favorite Ripley role, though. Like that, that's my favorite Sigourney Weaver role, but yeah, it's not it's a very movie fair. Movie. That, that's that's a great perspective to have. It's an I, action that's movie. why 
you you have to push her out of the equation if you're going yep. to do all time lists with that. Even though obviously the first alien is a slasher in space. I mean, it's nothing more than that. It's a slasher in space, but um, you know, Sydney Prescott for me is one of the strongest, most resilient. Um, it's she's the girl next door. I mean, yeah. she really is in more ways than any of the other final girls that came before her because she looks the part. She really is. Um, and I love how she's written, but she's got attitude. She's badass. And dude, she ain't died yet. Yeah. It's going to be part five when she's still alive. So, I mean, even Laurie Strode within one timeline got her ass handed to her by Michael Myers. I mean, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, she's dead in Dream Warriors. So, I mean, Sydney Prescott, she's the, the all time. I gotta pull up our I gotta pull up our list from that, Justin. She was your number I, one. I think, though, right? I think for me, Sydney Prescott, like I think she she actually grows throughout the throughout the series. I I don't love her in the first one. We are at I like her more in thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Jared Taylor rounded it off seven dollars and ninety two cents donation. Two hundred and fifty dollars away from the push goal, guys. Destruction in human form. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I mean I I for for me Sydney Prescott like I wasn't in love with her the first time I saw it she was inconsequential to me even though she's the, she, she's the main character and stuff like that I, I wasn't in love with her and I, oh, I even Nick. at times like I question Nick, her Nick, her overcoming it in the end when, uh, your mom donates I'll, uh, I'll 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 plug it in she has not said it yet so I will let you know. I just, I just look back at my list. She I stopped was, talking because I thought that was going to be a your mama joke, and it wasn't. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> she was my number two final girl, so women of horror, I should say. Mr. Uh, Blosser, thank you so, so much. A $25 donation from Craig. You my boy, Blue. I love you. Thank you so much so, for donating. Uh, God. We always like to uh, we always like to kind of like Fuck. end movie cocktail with like talking about like facts of, of, of the movie and stuff like that. So um, did you guys notice... The Fonz's jacket in in the principal's office. When I he did. Opens the closet. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things. Like and the janitor's I, dressed like uh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Right? Freddy. And, 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 sweater, it's yeah. and that's Quest Craven. That's Quest Craven. Yeah. yeah. Yep. See, Gerald. Yeah. Um, I knew that. I didn't not as know good of a jacket, float though. there on that one, but. By the way, my wife. It's all, hey, it still looks good. She fucks with me, dude. The, uh, she she literally obviously put like vodka all the way up to there. <laughs> and then put cream and whipped cream and all the other shit on the top because when I just sip this, I'm about to pass out. And she left. She's like, there so, you go, your she don't want to deal a- with you when you're sloppy. She's had to deal with that before. She's like, I'm out of here. We we almost got a very different looking ghost face. Uh, Justin would be wearing white right now with a white hood and a white face. And uh, when they looked at when they looked at production photos, they were like, oh, he, he looks like a ghost clansman. Yeah, we, that's we problematic. Can, great story about them finding the ghost face mask and I'm sure dude, we're all 90s babies in some way. You know, we we trick or treated in the early 90s. This costume that I'm wearing was already a costume before Scream happened. And they were literally scouting for locations and they went into this house that they were going to use for the film. It was this old lady's house. They walked into the bedroom of this lady's son who was out at college and he said this he mask. said that he sucked the blood from the penis and put the balls in his mouth. I don't think that <laughs> was called for. What did that have to do with you. Scream? I'm going to kill you. Blood. This was sitting This was sitting on the bedpost. And as soon as Wes Craven walked in and saw this, they picked it up. And Wes Craven actually stole the mask from that house. They didn't end up using that house for filming. And he said, this is the mask. And they actually, K&B, who, who's done 
tons of effects for so many movies, the Nightmare series, you name it, Wishmaster. They tried to come up with something similar to this, but different. And no matter what they came up with, dude, it didn't feel the same as the original Ghostface mask. So when they started filming, they actually filmed the mask they grabbed from that kid's fucking bedroom without rights. <laughs> um and just hoped that it would work, and it did, and they got the rights for a hundred dollars. Wow! That's how much it cost to use that for a hundred dollars. All they asked if for was a hundred dollars, and, and a special thanks shit. in the credits. If you if you look, it's Fun World Studio is at the end of the movie. It says special thanks to Fun World. That's all they asked for, and then immediately after the movie came out, they went back and changed the copyright to rename this costume Ghostface. And as soon as they did. Millions upon millions upon billions of dollars. Wow. But yeah, I mean, so, it's, I it's mean, a crazy story. They're not the only one listed in the special thanks for the movie, though, because uh, Santa Rosa City High School was not thanked specifically in the thanks of the high school because they were set to film there. And when they found out it was a horror movie, they previously told them you can film here because it, it's going to be a comedy. They found out that it's a horror movie and they went, no, you got it. You, you can't do it. And they told here. them to get the fuck so, out. And, and that was uh, just several weeks before production was set to begin. So they had to go back to scouting and find a brand new high school to fill in. They should have just went to Illinois and just filmed it in Shermer. With how meta this was, it, this would have fit right in being in Shermer, Illinois. <laughs> Drew says, I see a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite facts about this movie is that it took, I believe it was 40... I think it was like forty some nights uh, to to film the the final scene, the which party. is the party which scene is forty two minutes house. at yep. the party, uh, and and it was famously known as everybody on the cast and crew as scene one eighteen because <laughs> yep. it's the entire third act of the movie is scene one eighteen essentially, and it, it took them literally so many nights to film it because they, they couldn't film it until sun went down and they filmed all night until the sun came up. Are you going to mention the shirt? Yeah. Yeah. So say like the, <laughs> the, the crew actually made a shirt that says yeah. I survived scene one eighteen because it literally took up the majority of the production, that entire final scene. Uh, and it's, I, I remember watching it. It, just recently, before we were doing this, I watched it last week. I actually I have a disease, and uh, people listen to my show know this. If I'm watching Scream for a movie cocktail, I'm going to watch two, three, four, and then the MTV series. I don't recommend the, the MTV series, but uh, the rest of them I do. But <laughs> uh, and, and I remember watching this, and it's been several years since I've seen it, and I was like, oh shit! I feel like I've been watching it for about an hour, and we're already at the final act. We're already at the final scene, but I forgot how long that scene is how long that party is how much happens there at that at that time um and then ski ulrich (laughs) billy uh who plays billy loomis was only hired because of his resemblance to johnny depp (laughs) and that's what's craven saw him he saw that hair falling in front of the eye he goes you're my boy yeah (laughs) listen i'll I'll say this i mean nick knows that i've fucked him a couple of times (laughs) we fucked but if there was any mm. horror movie male star that I'd want to fuck from that movie, if I could pick him out of that with that hair, I'd fuck him right now in front of you guys. Like, he'd be on my lap like this. <laughs> what about Stu, though? Dude, Dude, it'd be hilarious with no, Stu. No, yeah. hold on, hold on. When I met Skeet, listen, when I met Skeet, sidebar, this has to happen. I have to mention that I met these people because otherwise I wouldn't be me. And It's true. 
We yeah. just got to get an so, OLED plug in here, and we'll we'll hit the trifecta. Well, if you're if you know you've been an extra in a movie before, so why don't you go down to the set of Riverdale, be an extra, and you can meet Skeet Ulrich on set and be an extra, maybe work. Well, he already again. put his armor on me and put his hand like right on the small of my back, like right above my ass. Ooh. But I'll, this is the story that's amazing is that when I paid for this big photo op thing with with him and Nev, I didn't know that my wife could be in it. And then when he walked by her in the hallway, she literally turned to me and I saw her look at that man. I've never seen her look at me that way since we've been together. And I knew that he was a God among men. And I just shut yeah. my mouth and didn't yeah. say anything about it. That, that, that's that. But t- to be clear about this, Dave, it's called um, that big I, dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I, I tried my hardest to be in scream five. They declined me. They declined me like, 10 uh, times. oh, what? There it is. Because you don't want the no, part too much. They don't, they don't, they don't want some green-haired <laughs> troll-looking motherfucker in, in the movie. Yeah. Like, he, stands out, he stands out too much. They can't stick him in the background and not have him stand out Wait, like he's, a sore He's got a ghost face tattoo on his leg? That's this why, guy can't be that, in the movie. That's why Jay got the face shot in uh, in Creed 2, and Justin and Justin didn't. <laughs> because Justin and stood out. And that's why Justin met Sylvester Stallone and Michael yeah, B. Jordan and Justin Thompson. And, yeah, but no, he did get the face shot, and that's why I was so happy for him. He, he's yeah. a great looking yeah, dude. He's he only went jawline, one day. He was supposed jawline? to be there all five days, and and he's like, "No, nah, I did it one day. I'm not going back." He and I both did the same thing. We both talked about yeah. it. We we're like, "I'm done today," and that was that. But and I was like, "I was like, well, you're definitely not going to be in a movie then." And he's like, "No, probably not." And then when I was in the theater with my wife, I see Jay's face. I'll never forget you, you talking about that with the review <laughs> that we did. Like freeze framed it, and then my kids I, like, "Yeah, but you're not in the movie." I was like, give yeah, my buddy is. She's like, you're not in the movie. I'm like, but these autographs. She's like, you're not in the movie. And then I was, all right. I can't see wow. your face. I guess. You got pictures, Justin? Oh, then it didn't happen. I got, I got <laughs> pictures got of pictures. Sylvester Stallone in front of the statue, and I'm behind I am jealous of that. I am but jealous no. of that. No, I'm not in the I'm movie. So- being from Philadelphia, I'm still sad that they moved that away from away from the uh, away from the uh, the sports arenas and put it in a small garden hidden back in behind the uh, art museum. But hey, you know. Detroit can keep their their RoboCop. We got Rocky, so <laughs> I would argue that RoboCop's probably cooler, though. So <laughs> uh, I would say equally cool. Yeah. Come on, come on, dude. I'd rather equally I'd rather cool. have the RoboCop be from Philadelphia than than than, than the Italian Stallion. <laughs> Uh, but you know uh, we're we're coming up. We're at forty five minutes. So uh, anyone have any final thoughts on on Scream here that, that they would like to wrap up? We'll start with Nick, man. Uh, just just kind of vamp on on Scream, like the things you like about it. That the, you know, if you could take away one thing from it that you really enjoyed, and and what you want, like you know, people to if, if they for some god awful reason haven't seen it to go see, or if they don't like it for them to watch to kind of appreciate i mean it's um i am not a horror movie person at all uh you all know this about me uh it's a great movie like just point blank period like it's extremely well constructed one of the greatest you already mentioned it dave one of the greatest openings uh, of all time horror movie or otherwise like it's i love that justin's got the ghost face mask on and he's shoving the straw through it to drink his cocktail <laughs> uh, that's that's commitment baby that's um, some scary that's some scary movie level shit which interesting fact I, which i think this is the fact that everyone knows the most the original title for scream was scary movie scary movie wow. and then uh, obviously you know the the wayne's brothers did their did their parodies scary movie and 
we got the uh, we got the high ghost faced. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is, is it is just a great story. movie. I mean, it's just, it's just a great movie. Period. Like horror movie or not, like it's 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 one of those movies that like I think right. is required viewing because, like I said, it's so well constructed, it's so well made, it's so enjoyable just on a on a movie aspect alone, and then it has all that other stuff for you guys, like the people that really love horror, like all those little little niche uh, little niche. Put your mug down, Brennick. Um, I'm Dan Brennick. I'm director Brennick. <laughs> all those niche things, you know, all those all those great horror things that you guys get out of it. All those extra layers, of course, because I mean, obviously, Wes Craven directed and all the little Easter eggs. But like, even someone who's just a casual, a filthy horror casual like me, uh, can really, really enjoy it. Like, it is really, really great. So, yeah. One I mean, of the things I take away from it is yeah. came out in 19, 1996. Also, I hate is- all movies, so you know that's <laughs> that's why if I like it, then. Everybody that's should. Do, that's why you do a cooking show now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, he's, like, still, he's, he, he's still going to get the tattoo. He still has to get an Epic Guys tattoo because I have one. He's supposed to get Beavis with Epic Fun Guys on the shirt. He I'm going to get. Would. I'm not going to get. What's the, what's the, what's the, Mr. Anderson? Is that the is that the neighbor's name? The the bald oh, old guy that, that has Hank Hill's voice. Cool shed. I'm getting. I'm getting that <laughs> guy. I'm getting that guy. But I'm getting. I'm getting him with a shirt with Justin written on it. That's, that's what I'm so, getting. Because I've been whacking in his tool shed. One of the things I really take away from from Scream is that came out in 1996, which you could probably argue is a decade after the the slasher heyday. And it is still a slasher movie that we talk about today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly reinvigorated the genre if others followed suit. But they didn't. They just kind of let Scream exist as this like only slasher in its vacuum for some time. I, I see you making the face. I'm talking about like mainstream. I'm talking about like 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 movies that like everyone went out and saw, and it became part of a part of a pantheon. They're all big. They all made lots of money. Well, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I'll be it, uh, quiet. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, I, I'm on. I'm kind of in the You'll middle. You'll get your chance, Justin. I You'll mean, get your chance. I think we're, all, we're with Gerald now. <laughs> I think what you're saying, and I think is right, is Scream is definitely on a pedestal, right? I mean, it's what exactly. That's is what all these other quote-unquote slashers are definitely trying to accomplish, and some of them have made money, like Justin said, and they're definitely enjoyable. Like, I enjoy you know 90% of the ones I see, but Nick nailed it, where what's different from Scream is that it transcended. So you don't have to be a horror fanatic. You don't have to be someone that, you know, like me and Justin or whatever. You're going to enjoy Scream. It's got great comedic elements. The character development in that movie is amazing. Like, you connect to so many different people. Uh, you really are just Matthew on. Lord. That's the only person I can he, resonate he's with. He's up there for him, me. Him and Jamie Kennedy. Him and Jamie like Kennedy. But, I mean, <laughs> but the movie just read, we, we already mentioned it, just rejuvenated bre- you know, a breath of life into this genre that a lot of people thought was falling off of a cliff. And so many things in this movie um, just live on. I mean, it just you can watch it today, and it, at least for me, it's as enjoyable as when I saw it in '96. So, sure, yeah, that's You're what I was exactly say. right too. Every character in this movie is is so goddamn memorable, from Dewey to you know uh, to Courtney Cox's character. I can't her, I can't remember her name at the moment. Gail, Gail. Gail. Yeah, she sounds yep. like a fucking duck. You know? Like they're all they're all fantastic characters. Like they're all so memorable. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I do I do love that this inclusion of the bloodthirsty media and stuff like that in the movie it's because because thank you eric Shanabra, for a 50 dollar donation thank you so what? much Seventeen thousand three twenty-five nice. guys we're only 175 away from yep. the stretch goal 
Yep. Uh, so it, it like having having Gale as part of it, like this this bloodthirsty media. This was like the time in our country where where that was becoming a very big thing. If it bleeds, this is post OJ, man. This is post yeah, exactly. OJ, so. the, this is when like the, the true crime, you know, craze is just starting off. And Wes Craven's just like people are into this shit. People are into serial killers. People are into people being killed. Let's create an entire character who is someone who reports solely on this one thing and and the way they have they, they evolved courtney cox's character throughout like i know i know movie. you want to talk about the sequel because i want to talk about it too with her book and all that stuff which is yes exactly the book what? the book because that's that's the, well let's get with your final thoughts justin go ahead and you we can get that conversation yeah, started I, I could keep doing on that forever listen <laughs> you you hit it you hit it for me don't do that nick unless you're gonna let me put it in your mouth <laughs> all right um no, for the first time in this whole conversation, there needs to be a focus, a spotlight on the main. Thank you so so much, possible. Alan, from interrupted tales for a fifty dollars donation. A huge thank you to Gerald and Dan and all the effort behind Jesus the scenes. Absolutely, Christ. these amazing guys—they uh, set aside so much time and energy to do this thing with me. Uh, so yeah, absolutely, one hundred and twenty-five dollars away, guys. Thank you, Alan. And. From that to this, the man that made this possible, Evan Williamson, who came up with the whole idea for Scream. We're <laughs> lost to be over. Well, one of the things about Scream that I, that that is interesting is a it is based on based on a murder. Uh, at, at, le- at least the, the the bones of the story are based on on a real murder that actually happened. From him sitting there watching yep. the news briefs on it when he was watching a friend's house over the weekend and literally came up with the outline for the story of right. Scream. And Scream then movie at the time. it has gone on to inspire several real murders that happened. Now, I, I don't want to get on a soapbox here uh, about like about violence in movies and inspiring people. It's not the movie that inspires people. The idea to kill was already in their head. The movie just, just gave them an idea of how to go about doing it. They would have killed somebody regardless when it comes to that so um i i th- they were always a violent person whatever happened in their in their past to make them a violent person had nothing to do with the media but the, the, the media just sparked the idea about ha- their vehicle about how to go about doing it uh but screen Mario in the bar a 25 dollar donation annual tradition you're absolutely right this is our fifth year and we are not stopping anytime soon yeah. thank you so Dave. so much 100 dollars away from the push goal of seventeen thousand five hundred. Well, well, I, I movies don't create psychos with the next game. Movies make so. psychos more creative. Yeah, there you go. Line from the movie. I was going to say, Justin beat me to it. And I think go. that sums it I was up. just waiting. Yeah, uh, there it is. Uh, and the murder I'm actually referring to is the two kids in the car who who, who actually videotaped themselves pre and then post murder and stuff like that. And they literally took that line from the movie and used it for their video that they talked about. And then they got caught by the police, tried to deny it. And the police were like, oh, isn't this you on the video saying that you did it? And they're like, no. Yeah, well, oops. All right, we did it. Yeah. You got me. You got me. <laughs> the line: "There's a guy in England that actually murdered somebody with a Freddy claw, like a real one." So I mean, yeah, I mean, look, you you, you can you can point a finger at any single one of these slasher movies that came out, and then look through the the, the ticker take of uh of of news stories and be like, clearly it was inspired by this. You know, it, it, that's just too easy to do. 
you know it, it's it's more of a it's more of of a problem with an individual than than it is a problem with with media and stuff like that but scream was came out at this time in 1996 where mothers were going to congress and talking about mortal combat because it's it's too bloody it's too violent for 16 bit you know and 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 then they, they point the finger at this and it's the same argument that every single slasher and every single horror movie has had to deal with since they since they basically well, came you, out. you know man how many times they had to send this back to the mpaa until bob weinstein went in and said it's a comedy yeah exactly and, right, one, exactly. and once he said that that's how they got their r rating if it wasn't for not Harvey. We'll yeah, leave him it, out of this conversation. Yeah, um, Harvey had nothing to do with it. But if it wasn't, if it, yeah, if it, it wasn't for his brother, we would never have gotten Scream the way that we got it because they ended up actually publishing the film, the harder cut that Craven wanted to, after they approved a lesser bloody cut. So I mean, it's still cut the fuck down. I mean, yeah, I'd love yeah. to see an uncut version. It'll never happen now that Wes has passed. God rest his soul, for real, one of the best of all time. But I'd love to see that super over-the-top gory cut. Yeah, I mean, it's, sim- like a- it's similar, Dave. You know, like with the, the shooting in the theater, the guy was like dressed like Joker or whatever. And, you know, right. it's the same kind of shit. It's like... He could have saw any character that inspired him to do that. Yeah. The, the question is, was when red. he shot the theater, did he say like, no, 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 I kill the bus driver. Bus driver. <laughs> and then a bus crashes to the screen? Because then I might be like, well, at least you did something creative with it. No, nah, he just went in there, painted his face, and fucking shot up a right. bunch of people. He's a fucking coward. Right. He, he didn't even come up with any type of interesting way to do it that, that would keep us talking about it. Uh, you know, we only mention it because it's, it's part of this conversation. No one remembers that dude's name. No one cares. You know, it, it's I mean, we, we care that that this act happened, but it's more of a systemic problem that needs to be fixed uh, with, with with individual and, 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 and how we and how we treat people in this country and people with mental health. That's a soapbox. I don't want to get on too much, but, you know, it it's uh, certainly, you know, I think if you're Wes Craven, if you're if you're making this movie and those type of things start happening, and people start tying it to your movie and saying, like, this happened as a result of this, I would just sit back and go like. Thanks for the well, we all know we, we, we could we could we could dive down the rabbit hole, but we don't yeah. have time for that now. No, you know, obviously, we know Columbine affected part three, which is Gerald's favorite. So, Gerald, don't talk. We know you love three. I love you love three. The best scream three. Oh, don't scream talk. Three. You're, you're not allowed to comment. All right. Three. You love. No, so you're I mean, the I'm, apologist. I'm OK with it. I mean, I like it. There it is. There it is. That's it. That's it. OK. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but we know what happened with that movie because of Columbine. So yes, on the conversation, Dave, very rightly so. For Re- sure, reenactment. I think that's going <laughs> to do it, man. That. I think I think that wraps up our our movie cocktail here. All for right, cool. uh, that was great, Dave. Thank you, for, man. I love for, that movie for Scream. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys all enjoyed the cocktail in its various forms. I'm I'm glad Nick is is now chewing in Gerald's ear. <laughs> I can't hear him. I have my headphones on. <laughs> I was supposed to be there with you guys, and I'm sad that I'm... Ah, fuck. I wish, man. Oh, Virginia is a far way away. <laughs> it's a long way away. But I did have the pleasure of, of at least meeting Justin in person before. So uh, Wait, what word you did again. you just use to describe meeting Justin? What? Pleasure. Mm. I, said it was, I said it was great. I had to Terrifying. Pleasure. Listen, listen. Dave puts he out a bites. good spread. He, he bites, goddammit. He, he bought me two beers. He's a great guy. He bites. I did. Had I, known I, I got the teeth marks to show it. I would have got. I would have got him free tickets at Alamo had I known he was coming. He, his ass watched Venom, that movie that 
you loved that you said was great. You said oh it was a cinematic God. comic book masterpiece. We, one of the best of all time. Can we just mention Look. how bad that trailer for Let There Be Carnage looks? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> that looks so, terrible. If you want to get into it, oh God. I've seen Venom at least three or four times, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I will always wow, admit to you, it's four a time? bad movie. But the more and more you watch a bad movie, the bad Look bits... At Drew's face. Look at his face! The bad bits sting less... <laughs> And the good bits shine a little bit more. I still oh, haven't man. found any good bits in Green Lantern other than when Kilowog shows up to train Hal Jordan. But other than that, I can't get in behind that movie. But I, I somewhat enjoy Venom, and I am excited for, for Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> I However, see there are enjoyable parts to Venom. Yes, I'll parts, never say sure. that there aren't. Yeah. Venom, serious, I grew man. up with Venom as my favorite ca- as like one of my favorite comic book characters. So I'm always going to be a little bit more apologetic to the bad movies. Well, see, that makes it I, tougher for me, Dave, because I agree. Venom was always one of my favorites, and seeing some I, of the iterations on the big screen. I think uh, I think Let There Be Carnage trailer is completely tone deaf. It doesn't understand what tone this movie is. Is yeah. it is it a comedy? Is it a, a yeah? That opening is that opening horror? with that like slapstick fucking comedy of like the yeah. goddamn tentacle things going all over. Like it's really trying <laughs> so hard to be funny. Yeah. It's one of Nobody, the least funny things I have ever seen. Louis Armstrong. I thought I was watching the wrong trailer at first. I had to let it play yeah. out. It just I mean, looks it's like a, terrible, a dumpster fire. It's terrible trailer. I'm still hopeful for the movie because I really thought what, what Venom was missing was a good direction. And I think Andy Serkis, the king of mocap, is going to at least bring good action this time. He's at least a better mo-cap. director than Ruben fucking Fleischer. And Woody Harrelson exactly. will be good, I'm sure. Exactly. Woody Harrelson will be good. And, and we'll you're, giving, <laughs> you're giving Venom his greatest villain in, in the second movie. So if you, if you miss this time... Julio says Venom cocktail next year. (laughs) There will be, probably. But it'll be based on the Tobey Maguire. uh, Oh, God. It'll be based on Topher Grace's uh, Venom. (laughs) The one that doesn't growl, the one that shrieks. Wow. Wow. Which which always bothered me. (laughs) Hey, Dave, I'll be around. I know you have a trivia game, but I'm going to pop my camera off for a few minutes, but I'll be around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're, I'll, I'll just jump into this. I want to thank everybody you know, for joining for the movie cocktail. To the four of you guys uh, and Justin's wife who made the cocktail, I'm very happy that people I, – I love when people make our drinks. It's my favorite thing, and they comment on them, and they let us know how they I've are. I've just got the leftovers in the shaker. I'm just drinking it out of the shaker now. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that like – it's not like an audio podcast where it's like I'm I'm recording something and I can see download numbers and I know that people are enjoying it. When I make the movie cocktails, I have no clue whether people are enjoying it. All I know is I enjoy it. I share a picture of it and people go, hmm, that looks good. Done. And like that, that's it. I don't know if whether people are enjoying them, but to see you. So you don't you don't think drinking. that you don't think that all of your listeners, it's just like a really masochistic exercise where they're just like really punishing themselves by listening to Jay's voice over and over. I remember when I did the when I did the Ferris Bueller's Day Off drink, and I, I made that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna put burnt basil into it and stuff like that. You're gonna take you're gonna take basil or stalk of basil. You're gonna put it in. You're gonna you're gonna burn it. You're gonna light it on fire. You're gonna let it go out, and you're gonna let it the embers like go into your nose, and that really lifts. And everyone's like, "Fuck you, dude! <laughs> like we're not doing this. We're not making this drink." I had a few people comment on that drink where they're just like, "Are you insane? Like." Just throw some soda in a, throw some Fago in there, throw, throw some vodka. In ICP, ICP. I'll go paint it's, my fucking face right now, just for this. I can do it in five minutes. I promise oh, okay. you. 
<laughs> that's okay. Nine times I love coming on here uh, to do to do the, uh, the live stream for the cure every year because I get to come up with a cocktail recipe and I get to put it out there for for you guys and it kind of forces the hosts to make it along with me. So I, I'd like to think that like four years <laughs> running with kidding, doing movie cocktails you? here. There it is. Successful. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me get, let me, let me get the applause in here. Thank you so, so, so much, Michelle, who donated $101 to officially put us over the flex goal. $17,501 donated. You guys are absolute fucking legends. Thank you so That's much, amazing. Michelle. Thank you so, so much. That's a flex goal. Hit. So it's it's just nice to see you guys make a drink I loved that, that, that I came um, up with. That, that, that trash margarita for Judge Dredd last year. I, I loved that thing because I made, what, like two giant Nick, just fucking say it. pictures just of say it? it? Just say it. Say it. What? Say it. I am You Evans. Wait, wait. What are you doing down there, Judge Hershey? I'm waiting for backup. <laughs> it's here. It was uh it's it's one of those things that like I, I, I made it and I, I drank it and I was like, Oh man, that's strong. And then I made three of them while recording with you while doing this with you. They Nick, were really strong. Yeah, that was probably the strongest cocktail get. you've done, uh that we've done that we've done on the air. Uh yeah, I still don't know who the Sex Pistols are, Michelle. I'm so sorry, but I do love you. Thank you so so much for that donation. That was amazing. But Nick at the, uh, so, the 70s. I thank I thank you guys so much for 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 putting up with my shenanigans and putting up with this we ridiculous shenanigans. recipe. You know who shenanigans and, and we don't love? Justin Winners. He's still in the chat. Happy anniversary Winners. You and Chrissy 12 years. 12 years of marriage. Years he stopped in the chat earlier to to basically troll us and make fun of us because that's what winners does well, i was just waiting I was that's just what waiting i do the, too yeah it's the, good stuff the scream four nonsense i mean uh, i'm still getting hate for that for this day to this day uh, you know uh, <laughs> that one movie draft thing where i almost won hey, i get hate on all my list and uh, people were like scream four and i was like yeah tony dobish mm-hmm. thank you so so much not just to tony dobish but to the patrons of take two fifty dollar donation thank you so so much we're gonna keep pushing past that goal guys we're gonna keep pushing every single penny remember goes to the cancer research institute for a future immune to cancer but i mean that's officially over twenty five hundred dollars over our original goal of fifteen thousand i mean you guys are just absolute goddamn legends i mean that's just amazing thank you so so much everybody for for literally every penny every minute uh ooh, excuse me donated spent whatever the case may be uh you're all just beautiful thank you so so much thank you 